got a private gig and they want you. Who the fuck wants a private gig at an empty prison? As of tomorrow, you've bought yourself a franchise for one more night. <laughs> Hi and welcome to BAMcast. I'm your host Justin and with me today is Ben Wyatt. Say hello Ben. Hello Ben. Hey. hey you can't get rid no, of me. No, well, it's it's your feed so yeah, that kind of helps. And um, I'd, I'd say more of the people listening here are familiar with you than they are me even though this is my show. Yeah well they'll be hearing a lot more of you than they will of me I think uh, until you know at least a couple months. Obviously Asia Mania is over but you know, I can't see any dust settling on the microphone just yet. <laughs> Fucking, I'm back already. That's just, it. Just when I, I think I'm out, they drag me back in. Thanks, Justin. No worries. And, and with such a wonderful piece of cinematic history, too. Yes. I, and I, I performed uh, one of the cardinal sins of podcasting. One of them is eating during a podcast, which is disgusting. And the second one is not turn up at the designated time because <laughs> I apologize. I completely... Like, this morning, okay, 9 o'clock, I'm going to do park run, and then 10 o'clock, I've got to get home by 10, do the podcast with Justin. And I finished my park run, got a PB, it's like, fuck yeah, awesome. I had to go to the chemist to get my uh, anti-inflammatory tablets, ran into a girl that I hadn't seen for months, yakking away, and then, fuck, <laughs> it's quarter past 10, <laughs> shit. I'm oh, so oh, sorry. Well, but, uh, if I come second to a woman, then that's, you know, <laughs> that's understandable. Oh, just a friend. Just a friend. So, yes, uh, uh, trying to plan something for New Year's Eve, but uh, we're, we're not here to talk about that, although that would be probably a bit more exciting. Yeah. <laughs> well, let, let's let's talk about the show. We've, we've danced around it a little bit. Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies. It's pretty much exactly what it says in the title. We've got a bunch of pro wrestlers, um, which, uh, when I've mentioned the cast, even people that aren't really into wrestling have, have heard of at least one or two of these guys. They've got that covered, but uh, yeah, it's pro wrestlers fighting a horde of zombies. That but pretty how, much sums up the show. But how do we get to that, though? With, ah, it's all Shane Douglas's fault. Is Shane Douglas a good guy in this movie? Because no, he, he's a complete asshole. I absolutely despise him, yes. regardless of this film. <laughs> Watching WCW in like 99, 2000, back when... I'm not sure if it was the same for you over in Melbourne... But I used to have to watch... Nitro was on a 12-week delay and it would air midnight on uh, Channel 9 or whatever it is down here. So I would have to stay up to, to watch... It was a one-hour highlight episode. So at this point, they were doing three-hour three hour Nitros, but it was condensed into, like, 45 minutes. And even just from that dosage, like... This Shane could, Douglas, could he's calling himself with- the franchise. He sucks. He's so hateable. And let's let's make him a star. Actually, of a movie. did that with 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 Raw. Condensed yeah, three yeah. hours with a Raw into like forty five minutes. That's about that, all that's we need. The, I think they just started doing that, didn't they? <laughs> it's oh, on, good. Is that that channel? Uh, that Gem channel? I think they do. Uh, uh, yeah, it's like, it's like a week late, and it's the the Hulu version of night of Raw, which is like an hour long. I think that's not bad. That could be doable. Just just to go into my background, I started res- watching wrestling. Oh, probably in the early 80s and back then in Australia at least our only options were um, Wide World of Sport on a Saturday or Sunday morning would occasionally do a match 
like a single match usually edited it was um, it just go for really long did it or no 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 it was just um wide world of sport on the weekend back then was like um They'd show some cricket, they'd show some footy, they'd show some hearts. Oh, yeah, and, of course. I was When you said yeah. World of Sport, I was thinking, because in, in the UK they had, there was a, like a wrestling company called World of Sport, wasn't it? And that was that old grappling crap. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, of course, uh, yeah. Wide World of Sport. That, yeah, that intro uh, music, I just wide world of sport. <laughs> I just know that it's the, like oh, that's that cricket theme song theme tune. Isn't yeah, it? The, the only things I remember from wide world of sport is that they'd have you know the wrestling matches on, and they'd usually have like one match in a three hour show of uh, however long it went on the weekend, um, and they'd have a football um, handball competition where they yes, have yes, the, yes, 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 um, <laughs> which is going to make no sense to anybody. Under the age of thirty and um, not living in Australia. Australia. Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yay, relevant. But yeah, that was what I started watching. It was that, and I would go down to the local video store and and hire a VHS cassette of a pay per view. Me and my best mate. And if you're um, under the age of thirty, you won't know what the VHS is. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my best mate actually met because in primary school together, and I may have pile drived him and sent him to hospital. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. But we, we bonded. <laughs> On Wide World of Sport, was it WWF or yeah, was yeah, it WWF. NWA at that point? Nah, or? nah. I, it was just WWF. There was no, I had no knowledge of any wrestling existing other than WWF. There's plenty but, of people today who wouldn't think there's anything <laughs> different as well, probably. Yeah, probably. Alright, let, let's let's stop avoiding this, this movie review, because... Oh. Um, <laughs> We, we could talk drivel for, for ages. Yeah, well, it's fun to talk about wrestling. But then, oh, uh, yeah. And and it's the perfect episode to do it. So, so what was the first zombie film you saw? <laughs> we just oh, d- uh, Evil Dead 2. Oh, God, I wouldn't even know what the first one I saw was. But yeah. Not that I've no, seen I, a million of them. Evil Dead 2 was the first horror movie I saw, and I was like eight. It's hell and... of one to start on. I was almost going to make <laughs> get my kids to watch Army of Darkness last week. <laughs> on Christmas Day, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was about eight, and I was at my cousin's place, and he put it on, and um, it scared the absolute shit out of me as an eight-year-old. So yeah, that that one actually stands out because it was sort of the first horror movie because I was I was too young for it at that stage, but it's great now. Right, Shane Douglas, complete asshole. So we've got the movie starting up, showing some local wrestling event at a high school gym handful of people in the audience and we have the the main event match is um shane douglas versus battling billy who um shane douglas just happens to accidentally kill him with a pile driver snapping his neck battling billy dies boohoo he wasn't really built up as a character anyway, so that's fine. <laughs> he, he wasn't over. <laughs> no, that's right. Um, I didn't think that it was an accident. Didn't he do it on purpose? Uh, he pile-drived him on purpose when they told him not to because it's too dangerous. Uh. So I don't think he was actually trying to kill him. I just think he's an asshole. The, the paramedics come out and you know it's, it's obvious that he's died and 
the the opening scene ends there and we go to a businessman is this the book later f- yep um we've got a businessman comes in to to see an agent to book a, a private wrestling show they he says that he wants shane douglas and the penthouse pet i think it's taya parker yeah i'd never heard of her before but she was pretty hot yeah yeah so he says he wants them he doesn't care who else shows up the agent sort of goes through as well you know for this kind of money which, no yeah there was oh, oh, money like about five grand for this kind of money i can get you the olympic gold medalist kurt angle, kurt angle. <laughs> <laughs> um so they run they run through a bit of a, a list of wrestlers and they um come up with rowdy roddy piper hacksaw jim duggan um matt hardy and Reby sky the neon ninja you start once you've got to the mid carters and the lower carters you have no idea who these people are yeah the the ones that i've got no idea on were the uh, you had the neon ninja you had thomas rodman who um looked vaguely like dennis rodman i was reading in the trivia that uh, that part was meant to be for dennis rodman so okay so what they just decided <laughs> they, they couldn't get dennis rodman let's get somebody else with the same surname who's no relation as far as i could tell yeah we had uh, Greg Groove, the porn star, who wants to go legit. And, of course, the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. We have Shane Douglas uh, name-dropping. He's like Jim Cornette and Paul Heyman and Vince McMahon. So, I thought you weren't as bad as all them assholes, but you're going <laughs> to screw me over. I want this mo- As long as I get this money, I'll turn up at the show. And, and that booker is the director of the film. Yes. He actually tweeted me a couple of times when I was originally going to do the show because we did have a couple of recording delays but yeah he tweeted me a couple of times he was very excited that someone was reviewing the show and somebody that was involved was, was willing to answer yeah. any questions and stuff like that so that was good when that happened <laughs> i was weird sleeping patterns i don't know what i was doing i kept waking up when i seen all these tweets because i've got the three different twitter accounts on my phone so i'm getting messages yep. and i was so i thought that he, you were recording a podcast with him while i was asleep i was, I was <laughs> like what the fuck is going on <laughs> because i was uh, going to start work at six in the morning and i might have been drunk oh god knows i was so confused i was t- i was telling karen at work like oh yeah justin's like recording an episode with the the director of the movie <laughs> and it's like oh wow <laughs> when I, I followed up with it fuck, i don't know what i was thinking yeah. Oh, I, I, I asked him if he wanted to, uh, but it just wasn't going to happen. He, he had the worst worst dubbing of the film, I thought. Everybody seemed like they had to re-record their lines, but he was so out of sync. Oh, it might have yeah. just might have just been the 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 copy of the film that was uh, given to me. That uh, yeah, the the guy who plays Angus, his voice was actually dubbed. He was the Scottish guy, or yeah, Irish guy, yeah. whatever it was, yeah. Uh, Scottish, I think. Okay. But yeah, he, he was actually dubbed, so uh, I'm not entirely sure why. I don't know what the original guy sounded like, but yeah, they dubbed him in with the accent. Ah, so let's see what we've got here. <laughs> <laughs> this, oh man. A bit of shenanigans at the diner with uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and well, he's going to start a fight with Shane Douglas because he oh, spits no. on a girl? No, God, I don't remember. Oh, that. oh! Before that, I suppose uh, we we yeah, have this uh, so, so Irish that, guy doing yeah, some we, necromancy. Yes, so um, you have a um, little setup with a nurse from the um, from a hospital. She gets kidnapped by by a Scottish guy who's unnamed at this stage, but um, it's Angus. 
and we uh, later find out that he's battling Billy's brother. So he then commits a sacrificial ritual, eats her heart, and turns her into a zombie. You do. <laughs> as, as you do. That's actually the one positive I had about this, which is... Some of the uh, gore was good. Yeah, well, I like zombie movies where it's actually old-fashioned voodoo zombie type thing, which is what this was. So yeah, when the infected, when, when not... the zombies perform a 3D on somebody, is that like typical <laughs> zombie behaviour? <laughs> and then climbing jail cells to chase after Matt Hardy? I don't know if that's typical voodoo zombies. <laughs> no, but um, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's a valid reason for why there are zombies. It's oh, yeah, not, yeah. They don't um, just like rise from the... Yeah, it's, it's the not just, you know, nuclear Meteorites. chemicals or whatever. Yeah. It's, you know... Here is a satanic ritual. Here is black magic. Here is a demon. Um, blah. I, I did like how they that that figure appeared like in the mist or whatever. He said something so ridiculous, like in the context of a zombie film. I can't remember what it was, but you know, now you can go and get your revenge on Shane Douglas. It's oh my god! I, <laughs> I can't believe uh, these words are being spoken. So yeah, the, you've got the zombie nurse. She then starts turning people into more zombies to get an army built up we have a little bit of a um family scene with the with shane douglas's um nephew and yeah, he's a big house. fan of his at his brother's house and when shane douglas leaves the zombies decide to eat his family so they're all dead so the the zombie army is clearly being built up which is which is fine you want you want an entire army of zombies because you know if you have only two or three zombies, you have Plan 9 from outer space. I was about to say, is this plan more ridiculous than the Plan 9? Couldn't... They they send, they send all the zombies to Shane Douglas' brother's house, where Shane Douglas was, to kill him. So couldn't that have just been the big, the big plan, ambush the house with zombies, instead of then getting Shane Douglas to go to a prison, which was a whole different setup? I don't yeah. know. No. Look, it, it, it's not a practical plan. Uh, the practical plan would have been just shoot him in the back of the head but when you're dealing with zombies you've got to be elaborate the zombie army's building up we get an introduction to Sarah from who uh, is doing the marketing she's sort of the female lead and you get a bit of a introduction to her walking past um, Shane Douglas and Roddy Piper her being sleezed on by um by Shane Douglas, uh, and you start to see that Roddy's getting a bit of a soft spot for her. When we introduce to Roddy Piper, he's surrounded by all these very small young children. They're like you sign an autographs and that. Would they, they have know a, who he is? They want to know who he is exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Uh, and they certainly wouldn't begin Shane Douglas's signature. <laughs> So we've been introduced to Sarah from marketing. She's probably the last remaining character that that we need to know about. The, the others apparently being famous wrestlers that, that we should know, uh, even the mid-carders. Get them going into to the prison by, by bus. They have to give up their phones. Um, not that that's really much of an issue. And you've got a band setting up in the prison, which then gets eaten by zombies. Now, why would you bother going to the expense of hiring a band... When they're just going to get eaten. They had the same band during the opening wrestling match, didn't they? Where Shane Douglas uh, killed that guy. Uh, the, the, there was a band playing during the um, the wrestling. 
it was I, I the, can't the same band. So two bands. So yeah, it was the it was the company's the house band for the the wrestling show. Yeah. Everybody comes out to live music apparently. Oh, and uh. we've got to talk about the music. There was constant, like sort of death metal music throughout the film. Uh, at one point, they have two sets of music going at the same time. They they stopped all the heavy metal stuff, and then it went to like spooky, dramatic music, which perfectly fit the tone of the film. Or was meant a bit more horror mm. than that. Uh, this is back when the the nurse just before she got abducted, when she's sort of walking around, it's like, oh, what's going on here? And then it's it's playing the spooky music, and then they bring back the heavy metal, death metal stuff over the top of it. So you got <laughs> two songs going at the same time. The director just just. You know, overloading this film. Wrestlers coming into the prison... We've got um, Kurt Angle arriving separately because best, he's best part he's, of the film. Yep. So Kurt Angle gets um, ambushed by zombies on arrival. Ankle locks one of their um, entire foot off. <laughs> yeah. This is, he's like, what um, the hell? And like he was so he was just being perfect. Kurt Angle was his, <laughs> his his comedic timing and everything is brilliant, and he was the best actor in this film. And he basically only had that one scene. Yeah, he, he power bombs one zombie, and he just yeah. Olympic slams he, another. He does have one of the best lines too. Um, I think at one point, as he's taken on the zombies, and um, the guy that's with him is running away, and he's gonna take care of it. He goes, you know, Pittsburghers know how to kill the undead. Well, I like Shane Douglas yeah, when he said, "I'm gonna what... stretch his ass." <laughs> <laughs> How come everybody arrived separate? Oh, they did no, set up uh, earlier. Kurt Angle. Oh, he's going to be Angle's surprised. Kurt Angle coming in as a surprise. Yeah. Was was Matt Hardy on the bus with the yeah, others? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he was making out. I just with, assumed um, they, they couldn't get them all together on the same days. Um. So yeah, everyone else comes in on on a bus. Um. Get get in. They um hang around where the ring is for a couple of minutes, waiting to to sort of get started. And then the initial zombie attack comes in, led by zombie Kurt Angle. Apparently the zombies, even though we, we later find out that they can climb up cage walls and, they, and they, things like that, they can't apparently don't know how to enter a ring. Yeah. <laughs> um, they didn't want to cause a DQ, I suppose. That's it. And and the wrestlers just you know, smashing their way through the horde of zombies. Matt Hardy isn't with them because he's too busy making out with his girlfriend. Yeah, with Rebby. You know, they sort of fight off the initial horde, get get to um, a safe room for a bit and try and get organised. Sarah leaves saying, uh, I've got to get out of Moronville, which is another line that I quite liked, and somehow comes back with a machete. So everyone starts arming up, and I don't know why there is one locker in the locker room of an abandoned prison filled with machetes, baseball bats, and various other zombie implements of destruction. Yeah. At this point, we're about forty minutes into the movie, and we finally find out that the Scottish guy is called Angus, which is pretty par for course with the rest of this movie. There is so much that they just don't explain or don't bother mentioning, or just sort of leave till later on for no apparent reason. 
because up until now you've got no real idea who this guy is and what is there. We have lots more fighting, fighting with the zombies, trying to get away. Um, we do have a nice scene with Matt in a ladder, fighting off zombies in a ladder match, uh, which is pretty good. Yeah, I did like all the Matt Hardy stuff. Yeah. Well, it's, was it what he got separated from the others? No. Yeah, they all got separated, yeah. and then he was in... It looked, basically looked like the room from... Uh, in the Walking Dead, when they're in the prison, that season yes. they spent a yep. lot of that uh, season in that one one room. One area, it's like, yeah. it's like Jesus, is this? I thought, did they use the same place? <laughs> yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. It did look a lot like that one scene, uh, that that one location. Yeah. So yeah, Matt Matt's managing to do a few different moves. Um, Escapes and, through a tunnel. Next, yep. and then he's all by himself. And the next thing you see, Rebby's sky is like. I gotta go back for Matt. I gotta find him. Opens up the door, and Matt Hardy's getting ripped apart. It's like, well, we just had him like complete like safety by himself. Transition to he's been ripped in half. It's like, that's just yeah. bullshit. That they couldn't have a scene in between. They couldn't show anything else. No, no. Um, again, it just sort of but jump jumps along with no real explanation. Everybody's just bit. getting gets killed off as soon as possible i suppose yeah we have another example of shane being a complete asshole uh where he leaves hacksaw to die plus um i've made a note here of blonde dreadlock guy oh yeah yeah um clovis or something was that his name colvier or something i can't remember he was he was wrestling in like the montage at the start and he seemed actually all right then we've got um another scene where um Piper's just Rowdy Roddy Piper's just having a ball, just killing zombies. He's using saucepans, he's using coconuts, the fridge door, and apparently one of the one of the doubles he hit with the saucepan he actually ended up giving a concussion to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I read the trivia before I watched well when I started the film. As he just whacks him the once and he hits somebody else and then he's laying down on the the stretcher or whatever and just keeps on smashing him in the head. Yeah. So. Um, at the end of that, Piper unfortunately finds Hacksaw, uh, who's now a zombie, and kills him with his own 2x4, yep. which I think was appropriate. <laughs> you, you can't kill Hacksaw with anything other than his own 2x4. Yeah, was it? Yeah, he smashed Matt, Matt Hardy's head in earlier, and then, or well, Matt, uh, you know, he was ripped in half, but they can't show that, so he's just sort of, his lower body's around the corner of the room, so he, mm. they you know, save on the, on the effects budget. And yep. then he bites Rebby, and then she turns, and she gets a hatchet to the neck. But obviously, they have to cut away. There was a whole lot of, which is typical for these zombie films, close-ups of hands reaching in, ripping out blood and all that sort of disgusting stuff. And it gets mm. a bit tiring after a while. Yeah, we see... Um, yeah, there's, a, there's another heart sacrifice scene where... Um, where they've got the you know, hand going in and pulling out the bloody organ and all that sort of stuff. After you know, a, few, a few more fights and encounters and stuff like that, they managed to get away. The, the survivors managed to get out of the prison itself and hide in the woods. Roddy and Sarah single-handedly take down about uh, 50 zombies. At this point, I'm thinking to myself, where the... F- why is some guy giving Angus the ability to, to make a zombie army? What's... There's no reason for, you know, what what's the demon getting out of this or um, how did they get the pact or, you know, what's going on? It's just like, I need more power. Here you go. Sure, that that seems like the, the demon's absolutely getting his end of the deal. 
There's no soul it, sacrifice or anything from from Angus. He just, no, just it, it's just bloodthirsty like for revenge. Yeah, but he, uh, I'll do that to kill uh, Shane Douglas as well, <laughs> mind you. Yeah, well, after watching this movie, uh, a bit of a scene with Angus sending um, Shane's family in after him, and uh, you know Shane has to fight his own nephew and mum and things like that until we get to the point where Angus manages to strangle Shane with a um, with a steel chain. I must have been looking at my phone during this bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of... It's like, you know, okay, we've got... At this stage, pretty much all that's left is... Shane, Shane Douglas, Roddy, and Shira, Sarah. So we've got those three left. Seamus... Actu- uh, Seamus? A- Angus. Angus manages to finally kill Shane, and that was one of the feel-good... Oh God! Did he die in this? Oh, I've yeah, watched. Yes. I, was, I didn't even know. I couldn't even remember how it. I, I yeah. know at the ending it had Roddy Piper and Sarah running through the cold outside. It was like, oh, it was actually nice to get a different location after the prison because they just spent so much time in there. Yeah, yeah. Shane Douglas finally gets killed by by Angus. Um, steel chain around the neck, and Sarah works out that. The two zombies, the nurse and the other one that were um, the sacrificial zombies, if they get killed, any zombies that they've turned also die. So we um, we get Sarah actually managing to kill those two and um, all the other zombies die. Sarah actually gets bitten, but I'm presuming she doesn't turn because... Um, maybe the bite on its own isn't enough to do a turn they've got to actually kill them or because they've killed the sacrificial zombies it doesn't take effect again to, nothing's you, actually you could, you could actually ask the director that and you would, you would probably answer yeah I should have actually Roddy manages to kill Angus with the same steel chain that he used to kill Shane Douglas and then the movie ends so we've got two survivors Sarah and Roddy which are probably about the only two decent characters in the whole movie yeah, that that's pretty much it for the movie. It's um, you know, it's a zombie movie. It's lots of scenes with people getting torn apart, lots of scenes with people killing zombies, and because there's wrestlers, plenty of wrestling moves chucked in, and I that th- pretty much sums it up. I think the entire cast should have been zombie. Uh, should have been um, wrestlers. I think. I think that Cody Knotts, the director who played himself as the Booker or whatever. I think mm. that that should have been a wrestler. I think Angus should have been a wrestler. I think Sarah should have been a wrestler, or at least, you you know, they could have been like ring announcers from wherever. You know, they yeah. they had to be somebody that we would uh, actually want to watch because Kurt Angle was probably the best actor. <laughs> Everybody Barber <laughs> were the best actors in this. Oh, absolutely, so. Kurt Angle because he was in it for such a short time and was actually competent really stands out. Yeah, Roddy. Isn't a brilliant actor, but he's okay. He carried most of it, to be fair. Yeah, I agree with you. The um, the Kurt Angle stuff was was what really sort of stood out. Yeah, he was funny, and yeah. it just all worked perfectly. It was, it was just so good. <laughs> For, so, what, less than a minute of screen time, probably? Oh, no, he had, he had a couple of minutes. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't long. They, they obviously couldn't, couldn't get him in for more than the one day. Yeah, now, I think it was, what, the film shot for 16 days, and I think I read yeah. Roddy Piper was on set for 13 days. So. Sounds about right. Mm. Yeah, I, I know it was filmed in, in 16 days. So, the, it was um, distributed by Troma Entertainment, which would come as no surprise. Uh, no surprise at all. It was only, it was a, 
Yeah, it, it doesn't even rate as Asylum. It, it, it would have to be Troma. Hmm. And they... thankfully, an hour and a half. That's all it is. <laughs> it's, yes. it's no fucking two yeah, hours, 45-minute Kagamusha bullshit. Yeah. Or else I'd be yelling at you at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> I actually went and saw um, Star Wars The Last Jedi last night. Yes, you're not going to complain about it, are you? No, no. Um, but, yeah, that was... Was it Close better than three hours? Was it better than this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, if this went for that long, then I, I probably would have given up. Uh, I've got a couple of notes here, bits of um, trivia, some of which we've already discussed. Um, he raised thirty grand on um, Kickstarter to to get the movie made. That wasn't the full funding, uh, according to IMDb. The budget was about two hundred and thirty grand. But it was, I guess, seed money for him to, to get going. It has a whopping score of 14% on Rotten Tomatoes, which um, I think is probably about right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and a 3.6 on IMDb, we should have mentioned at the start. Yep. Angus's voice is dubbed, which we mentioned. Um, filmed in 16 days, which we mentioned. Yeah, that, that pretty much sums up everything I've got to say about the movie. Yeah, Ratings. So, um, for those that don't know how we rate our movies, we rate it on a scale of 1 to 9 in honour of Plan 9 from Outer Space, which is you know, often referred to as one of the worst movies ever made. We have um, a movie that rates about a 5 on our scale is just... It's just a movie. It's not particularly good. It's not particularly bad. It's just, you know, a movie. Not a waste of time, would you say? No, no. It, it's, you know what you'd class as a you know, mid-range sort of thing for pretty much any sort of scale. A movie that we rate as a 1 would be something that has no so-bad-it's-good moments, but isn't a good movie at all. And a movie that we rate as a 9 out of 9 is something that is so horrifically train-wreckingly wreck, train, train bad that um, you can't help but love it. Hmm. Um, you know, where the, the terrible just makes it so so good that, that you can't help but have a so, good time watching it. <clears throat> the Room, essentially. Yeah, which I haven't watched. I was going um, to say, do you have room, The Room in the, in the pipeline at all? Uh, no. Uh, I, with the uh, Disaster Artist coming out, I'm tempted to watch it, but prior to that, I was thinking... There have been so many people that have reviewed the room already. Yeah, it, um, yeah, I was going to say that too. I feel like I've seen it without. Yeah, there's nothing else you can it. add there's, to the conversation. I don't think. No, um, but with the disaster artist coming out, which is the movie about the making of the room, I am getting a little tempted to watch it. But um, I don't yeah, think that, really that was very good anything. as well. Yeah, but I don't think we could really add anything to you know, the reviews that have already been out there. It's just been covered so many times. Well, out of nine. Three and a half uh, for me. Three and a half. Yeah, it was. You know, it was good to see some of these people in this, like the Matt Hardy, Kurt Angle. Um, but I was looking at my phone that last <laughs> twenty minutes, and you know, a, a movie shouldn't make me do that. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually going to go for a six and a half. Oh wow! Bearing in mind, well, here's my logic: a normal movie is a five. A movie that is so bad that it's awesome is a nine. This movie had enough elements of some corny one-liners, some fun wrestling moves, and just some blatant stupidity in there that there was some enjoyment out of it. So I'd rate it 
further up the scale than just a five. Yeah. But it wasn't anywhere near a nine. So uh, maybe a six. Six, mm. six to six and a half. Yeah, I think it did have enough redeeming features with the special effects and the um, Kurt Angle scenes and, and just seeing wrestlers do, do some wrestling moves. The Matt Hardy with the ladder scenes were, were fun. Yeah, I wouldn't um, be surprised if some of those hits actually hurt. Because, you know, he just throws yeah. the ladder at it and he's... You know, when he does hits them in the head, you know, they might have their hand up and you've got the sound effects. You know, it's not like a wrestling hit with a ladder, but mm. it looked like, you know... He, could have yeah, just been was, whacking them pretty hard. Yeah, he's hitting stunt doubles. Now, normally I ask, would would this movie be improved by adding a wrestler in? But I think that's pretty much covered. Um, maybe well, you could have had more. Like, like I said, <laughs> like I said, um, if everybody was a wrestler, then this movie would have been improved. I could definitely see it being more fun with more wrestlers in there. Because instead um, of just having like bad actresses like that, the Sarah and the Angus, and that, instead of a bad re- <clears throat> instead of a bad actor, you could have had a bad wrestler actor, and that's better it, yes i agree <laughs> bad, bad wrestling actors are better than bad actors yep yep anything else you want to say about this movie don't watch it <laughs> um, Look, watch uh, the osw if... review video podcast on it <clears throat> okay i did watch that a few months ago so i'll i should revisit that and see what they had to say about it um yeah look i would say only watch this if you're a diehard wrestling fan if you, because that's the only attraction to it, the fact that you're watching wrestlers fight zombies, the acting isn't worth watching, the plot isn't worth reviewing, the plot doesn't make sense. You, you're really only watching it to to see what the wrestlers do and see them chuck some of their moves in. Well, um, thanks for being on the show. Oh, no worries at all. It's uh, you know, got to keep these uh, vocal cords warmed up. You never know when a. Yeah. I could start up a new podcast, but uh, I'm not sure if I did say at the start, but yeah, Asia Mania is dead. I'm let that stink uh, get off me for a bit before, you know, I'm always, I've got ideas going around in my head, but I've, I haven't and settled on what a new show will be. But uh, obviously yep. uh, the BAMcast is going to be here yes. and uh, I will keep the feed going through, you know, in, in May it's, it's due for renewal, but I'll... I'll keep it going because we'll have this on here and, and I will start something else by then and, you know, find some people to record that with that uh, want to record with me and uh, have fun. So, Awesome. Yeah. And um, I'm more than happy to have you come on more regularly because uh, being in the same time zone does make things a lot easier for us to schedule. Oh, absolutely. But I still want to get some um, you know, other podcasters on as, as guest hosts for for other shows. Um there's definitely a few that I've got got in mind that I'd love to get on, um, which do I wanna, won't. Do you re- wanna, I was going to say, do you want to tease them out or the movies? Do, do you have like a short list of films coming up? I give people an opportunity to go and watch them before. Recording? I think we might. Um, I think I might put a bit of a Twitter poll out. Actually, yeah, I'll pick out a couple of movies, put out a a poll to see what uh, people are interested in, and. Uh, we might go with that and maybe chuck out a, a quick two or three minute teaser of what we're going to review before we record it and give people a chance to, to watch whatever we end up uh, having the audience pick. I know that I'll be watching a, a nine out of nine uh, a movie very mm-hmm. soon. Uh, in a couple of weeks, I'll be guesting on 80s Revisited podcast and they're finally doing one of the movies that I suggested, which is Hard Ticket to Hawaii. 
and ah. that that is nine on nine. That, <laughs> that's, a, that's a ten out of nine film. That one is. It's. Have you seen any Andy Sedaris films? No, but I've, I've um, heard you talk about them. Yeah, that one's that one's on YouTube. It's absolutely brilliant. And the, the second best one that he did is Miami Connection. No, mm-hmm. no, that's not it. It's not Hotline Miami. That's a video game. It's it's, it's something like that, but I'll, okay, a similar name. But that movie's absolutely ridiculous. So I'll be watching uh, watching them again soon for that. So. All right, and uh, for for the listeners, if you have any suggestions for us to put in the the Twitter poll, which will come out in say a week or two, um, let us know, and we'll put them on the poll. Well, yeah. that pretty much. Wraps I hope you all had up. a merry Christmas, and uh, we're recording this on the thirtieth of December. So have a happy new year too. Absolutely. All right, well, thanks for coming on, and um, listeners, we'll catch you next time. See you. Bye.